Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sandy's Midnight Monologue. My name is Sandy Holt, former Thai boxing champion, now a person who's trying to champion people in life, and I am a teacher and a trainer. And today, the subject is mind health. Mind health, for me, is a big one. It's the first word that you hear, mind, which is basically what uh, controls us. Health, again, sums itself up. That health can be well-being. And I just prefer the term mind health to the word or the term of mental health. I feel the stigma attached to mental health is the first word itself, mental. You sum that feeling up. Of, you know, if you introduce somebody and you say, oh, you know, we're having a, a party, I'm bringing a friend along, um, lovely guy, um, but he's got mental health issues. Oh, and that's your first reaction. You've heard the first word, mental. And, you know, like judging a book by its cover, you'll hear that word and it sums up all sorts of different things. And the, the, the word you said, stigma. And I'd like to think that if you could say the word mind, replace mental with mind. I know it's the same, but it's a softer, softer tone. Mental, mind, just those two words. They both mean the same. One completely changes the dynamic. And I feel that mind health, I've been campaigning for a while for people to use that term and I think it's a softer approach, but it actually says the same thing. And people feel more relaxed amongst that. When you say to someone, I've got a friend, um, he's got a few mind health problems. Oh, right, what, what, what's, his, what's the problem? But if you say, I've got a mental health friend, again, that just ignites a different button. When somebody's got good mind health, they have usually an aura or a presence or something about them that they light up in a room. We all have a friend like that. I'm sure you have, and people who are watching this, you'll know what I mean. You can be sat in a room and everyone, you know, it's just the, the, the feeling, the atmosphere is a little bit down. And somebody walks into the room and everyone sits upright and everyone just listens and looks. And it could be a stranger or it could be a friend. And there's an aura about them. So good mind health, the, the two positives right there, you know, good mind, good health. And it lifts people. And to lift someone's spirit, we all assume as mental health, going back to the term, as people with problems. So it's the actual, for me, it's the, it's the plus to the negative. Um, it's, the, it's the high to the low. And I think, you know, like attracts like. So once you've got somebody with good mind health around you, then you absorb that energy and it just helps us. Also with mind health, you've got to think at the end of the day, we all go to bed, we go to sleep. And there's so many people these days um, who have sleeping problems. And we know that our body works in three eight-hour cycles. It's eight hours of work eight hours of rest or exercise and play, and then eight hours of sleep. A lot of people don't get eight hours, and I'm not saying you have to have eight. Some people can survive off four, five, six. Some people might need nine, but we do need rest. We need to rest and repair. And if you have good mind health, you usually find that you sleep well, you rest well, and then you wake up charged again for the next day. Mind health is really at the top of the tree. Uh, I feel that this subject needs to be, well, just covered by everybody and, you know, even mentioning government speeches. Uh, we're all talking about the, you know, the, obviously the COVID. Um, we're talking about there as being like a physical thing. It's very much more a mind thing. So we need to look at that approach and get everybody thinking about it and helping each other and make this the top subject. There's so many people that have been affected at the moment. And I'm speaking on a personal level and I'm actually wearing the T-shirt for a very beautiful lady. Um, God bless her. Um, Jess Leanne Norris, who passed away this year, about six months ago, and she was suffering with mind health. 
And this person was absolutely phenomenal at what she did. She was a pole fitness instructor. She did 12 years of Thai boxing with me. She'd done pole for absolutely years and years. Two times UK pole fitness champion. Phenomenal athlete. The room lit up, as we said, I was saying before, when she walked into a room. She had vibrant hair. She was always sparkly, dressed nice, carried a smile with her 24-7. Um, but obviously things happened this year mostly, which just ruined a lot of people's well-being, people's livelihoods, the jobs, the friendships, everything went and everything was took from her. And we lost a great person. And I'm sure the people who are watching this will have lost somebody or know somebody else. And it all starts up here. And this for me is a massive subject. And we all say to people, oh yeah, you must talk, you must talk. You know, there's talking and there's doing and we need to do more. I can give you a little bit of help here and some tips to keep good mind health. Because obviously you can't see inside somebody's brain. You know, we all have these things, we have little, you know, muscles and stuff. They don't help. They're not gonna they're not gonna work for you in here. You know, this controls them. And my tips, what I use basically, is and they're all free. Exercise one. Now people say, Oh, you know, it's okay for you, Sandy. You know, you're Thai boxer, you've trained for like 40 years, you know, you can do this, you can do that. You know, I can't do that. I'm you know, I'm at home, I've not got much capacity, you know, I am I'm, I'm not fit, I've got knee problems or I've got, you know, everyone's got a problem. So what you do is you work around those problems. And what I suggest is just start with a walk. Look at the gentleman, the 100-year-old Tom, Colonel Tom. He went for laps of his garden. If you can do that at 100, yeah, I'm sure you can do it at half that age when people throw the age number. Okay? <laughs> Don't use that. Go for a walk. Go into nature. Just the other day, I was out walking, and I just spotted a little robin in a bush, and I looked at it, and it just made me smile. Smiling makes you feel happy. We love happiness. Walking in nature, fresh air is free. If you want to up your ante, then turn your walk into a run. Or if you've got, I said, bad knees, then get on a push bike. It's less, less ballistic. Um, there are so many ways to, to make you feel good. And exercise adds a dimension which gives you endorphins. You can just walk up and down your stairs in your house if you can't get out of your house. Um, just go up and down the stairs 10 times. Just get out of breath for that moment. Get the energy coming back into your body start feeling good about yourself read a book that's good for the mind you know do things you like to do i know some people will take comfort from food but then if you're going to take comfort from food then watch your food what you're intaking you know don't just eat a cream cake have something else that's pleasurable if you like say for example oh i like olives then have a little bowl of olives you know you can eat better and you can drink better because it's a choice you choose what goes into your mouth you can choose water, you can choose beer, okay? You can choose fatty foods or you can choose healthy foods. And I just feel that all the little things that are around us, okay, will help your mind tremendously. And I know I promote exercise a lot, but like I said, you don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to come tie boxing with me. Okay? Just go for a little walk round, breathe in the fresh air, have a look up, look at the sky, look for the little birds in the bushes, Go and walk down the side of a river, a lake, a lodge, and just have a moment and relax. And it's all about relaxation, breathing. And if you can, study possibly a little bit of meditation. Meditation is amazing. That's the one thing as well that helps me sleep at night. Every single night, I will have a few breaths. I will relax, close my mind. Once you close your eyes, the lights go out. Listen to your breathing, relax. And every bombarding 
note that comes into your head of things you have to do today, tomorrow, whatever, just push them out, relax, sink into your pillow, sink into your bed and just listen to your breathing and you will sleep. And meditation is that simple. If you're suffering from mind health, what can we do? What can you do? For me, the first thing, as I did mention earlier, is that you should talk to someone. Keep good people around you, whether it's a friend, family. It could be a stranger. You know, we've all done it. We've been on a bus ride or a coach or a train, and you've, you've told the life story to somebody just sat next to you that you wouldn't tell some people real intimate stuff. It's good to talk. There are many places that you can go to as well. You know, we all have now the advantages of the internet and Google. You know, you've got Wise Up, the Samaritans, you've got Mind itself, M-I-N-D, yeah, Mind. There's so many places. For me, how do I give, I give me energy out? How do I get energy back? Well, I, I talk to like-minded people. I pick up the phone. One of my best friends, the day rang me, Carl from Wales. He can't get out of Wales, they're on lockdown. He rings me, he had a problem. Within 10 minutes, we're laughing and joking and laughter's the best medicine. It really is. And then I get a message the next day and he puts a message on Facebook thanking me. I don't need a thank. I don't need a pat on the back. But he just put a message, thanks to my good friend Sandy. Um, I feel so much better today. So he went to bed, not mithered, not stressed and angry. But just by talking to somebody else, problem solved. We need to talk to people. And the essence really is, you know, don't worry about ringing somebody up with your problem because you know what? They've probably got a problem too, but by focusing on yours, you're helping them. I've said this for years and I'll say it for years. Our problems are halved and shared when we talk to somebody else and it's, we feel better when we've helped someone. So in essence, you're helping yourself. So try it, speak to people and you will find straight away your mind health will go up and go improvement. You can't always tell who's got mind health problems because we can't, as I said before, you can't look into someone's brain. If I broke my arm, yeah, and I have a plaster on, you can see and you say, oh, Sandy, what was you doing? I said, oh, I broke my arm, you know, um, fell off the pavement, <laughs> whatever. Um, you know, you can see that. You can't see a bandage inside the brain. You can't see anything that's broken. So to spot the signs of any people, whether it be a stranger, whether it be a friend or, or family, what I would look out for is usually the introvert sign where they will be just quiet, head down. Body language is massive. It's massive to do with communication, okay? Far more than this, yeah? Speech is very, very small. You're looking at about 55% of communication is done through body language. So if I'm sat upright like this and I've got my eyes wide open and I'm smiling, it's visual, you can see it. Everything's there right in place, okay, to evaluate. Somebody's got their head down, they're stooped, like I said, quiet, looking away, don't make eye contact. Yeah, that's another sign. And obviously, you know, the very visible sign of someone just basically, you know, either could be just complaining or don't want to talk to you, turning away from you. So reach out, ring them up randomly. I do it all the time. I constantly send text messages or I make phone calls. I just ring up and my, my words are, I'm just checking in with you. Why not? Just like neighbours used to do years ago, used to knock on neighbours' door, I'm just checking you're all right, love, how are you? Um, I've noticed a, news, a few newspapers stuck through your door. That was the thing back in the day. Now today is you don't see or read anything on Facebook for a while. A friend or you know, had a text message or a call, an email, whatever. Instagram, there's so much multimedia out there now that you can use and messaging ways of, of contacting people. So look for the telltale signs and reach out, speak to them, 
and try get them to open up, which is what I was saying before, communication, body language. Get them to so they're sat up, they're smiling. Not everyone's a comedian, so we can't always tell people jokes, but share some connective sort of ideas that you do share with that friend uh, or even that stranger. Find out what they like and talk about that subject. The next thing for me is checking in with your own mind health. I mean, it's all about helping other people, and I've already discussed that. You need to help other people. You're helping yourself whilst doing that, but check in as well as checking out. So how can we do that? Just reevaluate before you go to sleep, as I mentioned about meditation, about breathing. Check in with yourself. Check that you've done the things that you wanted to do that day. I mean, for me, most nights I get a little piece of pen, uh, sorry, I get a pen and paper, side of my bed, and I take things out of my mind and write them down. And you can prioritize, you can say, I've got 10 things to do tomorrow. Number one is this, blah, blah, all the way down to number 10. And I turn the piece of paper over, so they're out of my mind, and that's the next days. But then you can just do a little back check to what you've done this day, and you think, oh, I had seven things to do today. I've only managed three, so I've put four onto tomorrow's list, but don't be too hard on myself. That's another thing. Do not be too hard on yourself. Look at what you have done today, as opposed to what you haven't. So you can say, well, wait a minute. Yeah, I know I've, I've only done four of the seven. Oh, no, you've done four. Forget the ones you didn't do for the moment. You can do them tomorrow if it's possible or another day. Don't be hard on yourself. Look at what you've done. Look at the nice moments of the day. Just like I said before, early on, when you say you've been for a walk, you just look up in the sky and you just see like a, a, a beautiful shaped cloud or there's a bit of sun sneaking through. Every cloud has a silver lining. You might see a rainbow that I saw the day while walking up Rivington. And it just I had to stop and stare and look at it. And of course, yeah, I know, take a photograph. But these are moments frozen in life. Don't be frightened of taking a million photographs because you can't go back and take them. So remember, check in with yourself. Getting your mind health and your mind in order on, on the subject that you want to do. So let's focus on something here about things that you've achieved or want to achieve. Um, in the past, uh, obviously, People who normally know that I've done Thai boxing, I, I was competitive for seven years. I'm, I was fortunate and blessed. My teacher, uh, Grandmaster Skenkai Upadun from Thailand, he trained me and I won three titles, two British and a European. Now, what mindset can you go in then? Not everyone wants to do Thai boxing. Millions don't. So, but you might want to be a champion in, you know, could be any given thing. You know, you want to do something. You could just go for a walk today and say, right, I did a mile. That's my personal best. I've never walked a mile. I've never run a mile. Anything, whatever subject you do, you've got to have the positive mindset. And how you do is you see yourself cross the finishing line. Don't see yourself fail. See yourself winning. Keep visualizing that win like I did when I went into the ring. If I went in there with 99% chance I'm going to win in my mind and I'm 99% fit, that 1% of that and the actual action and if the other my opponent is 100% in both areas, I've lost by 1% on both area, both counts. So both have to be right. You've got to be 100% fit if it's battle or, or whatever competition. <clears throat> Excuse me, you need to be 100% mentally fit. So believe in yourself and have that faith. You will have a thousand battles before you go into that test. Now, when I say a test, it could be a job interview. It could be meeting a new partner, you know, like, um, you know, going on a date. It could be anything, whatever challenge, how small or how big, go in with that mindset of, you. and like I said, you'll get bombarded with all the doubts. Oh, I don't know if I can. Such a body don't think I'm good enough and oh, I might fail. Then you have failed before you start. The word try is actually fail. 
And you say, what do you mean? I'm trying my best. No, do your best. Don't try your best. Do your best. And then you will win. See yourself with the gold medal. See yourself at the finish line. See yourself with that job. See yourself with whatever it's just, you want to, uh, to move a house one day, you want to buy a car, you want to buy a bike. Set yourself a goal and head for it, but see yourself holding that goal. You've got to visualize. See yourself at the end. See yourself crossing the finishing line and you will achieve. A question I get asked a lot and it always makes me feel humble when they ask it. And it still surprises me because one thing I'm not is up myself. I am certainly not arrogant, confident, yes. And there's a big, they are polar opposites, confidence and arrogance. No one likes arrogance or cocky. But a confidence is a different thing. And it's using that confidence in a positive and a nice way. And I like to think, and I do try, and I'm, I always said that word before, try, I am doing, um, being confident and giving out confidence so how do I stay? And the question I get asked is, how do I stay so positive and good mind health? And there's no real set solution. I just feel when I wake up, I just think, oh, ding, my eyes open, I'm alive. That's the first thing. Um, I've already checked in with myself, ding. And what do we do? Everyone has a little routine because people do need routines for as much as people hate them. Okay, you need them and we love them. And my thing is, I get up, I do what everyone else does, go to the bathroom, have a wash, do what we do. And then downstairs, I make myself a nice little cup of coffee. I have some breakfast. I've got my list of things that I wrote the night before and I attack the day. And I start off, and I, I mean, obviously no one likes the look of themselves in the mirror in the morning. You know, I'm just checking that my spikes are still up. And then I just look at myself, rub my eyes like we do. No one looks good, good in the morning, but I smile at the mirror and I get out of the way because I don't like looking at myself for too long. Okay, break the mirror. But once I've done that, I think I'm alive, I'm awake, I'm breathing. Let's attack the day. And I, I feel good about myself. I don't have any, there's no set pattern. I just think that, you know, there's so many people worse off, always. Everybody has got problems. And I just think, come on, let's attack the day. Let's go. Let's see what I can help and let's see what I can do and what I can get through. And it's just a, a feeling. The word I'm going to use here now, and I've said this for many years, life's about choices. You choose to go left. You choose to go right. You choose to go straight ahead. Try and stay focused, go forwards and stay on track. We're going to fall off. I have. We're going to make mistakes. I have. But I have continued along this wobbly road all my life and I've stayed focused and continued. And like I said, we've all done it. We've all fell off, but try and get yourself back on track. Stay on that center line and you will be happy. Trust me, keep going and aiming for those things that you like doing in life and you will achieve. It doesn't matter, as I've said, whether it's this big or it's this big, whatever you wanna do in life, if it makes you feel happy and you're not hurting people, upsetting people or doing anything illegal or killing yourself with, with, with bad things, keep doing it, keep positive and I promise you, you will be good mind health and you will win. And this has been Sandy's Midnight Monologue. Thanks for watching everybody and I'm wishing you lots of love, light, mind health and shalom. Thank you.